When I saw this poll, my jaw dropped. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing. If you're new to my podcast, we talk about everything from faith to politics, current events. Nothing is off limits on this podcast. So today, I want to talk about this new poll that came out that absolutely just had me speechless. And I was like, I have to film an episode immediately. So a new poll came out a few days ago, and it's from Rasmussen. I don't know if I'm pronouncing their name right. Apparently, they're one of the most accurate polling firms in the U.S. and very well respected. Now, personally, when it comes to polls, I know they're fun to repost sometimes when they're in your favor and align with your beliefs. You know, when you see the news reporting polls, I'm just like, y'all made that up. That is not accurate. And I feel like the polls never really represent what the people think. And when you look back into history, you can see example after example of polls that have been fabricated to push a narrative, such as in Roe v. Wade. I'm going to read you part of an article from liveaction.org. They have a lot of great info when it comes to abortion and fighting to save unborn children. So they actually have an article exposing the six lies of Roe v. Wade that led to legal abortion. And in one of them, it talks about how 60% of Americans wanted legalized abortion. That's the lie. The truth is that abortion advocates told the media they had public opinion on their side when in fact they didn't. So Dr. Bernard Nathanson was one of the main proponents of legalized abortion. But later on, he became pro-life and against abortion. He admitted in quotes, we persuaded the media that the cause of permissive abortion was a liberal, enlightened, sophisticated one, knowing that if a true poll were taken, we would be soundly defeated. We simply fabricated the results of fictional polls. We announced to the media that we had taken polls and that 60% of Americans were in favor of permissive abortion. This is the tactic of the self-fulfilling lie. Few people care to be in the minority. Now, this is just one example of polls being used to push a dangerous narrative. Now, I'm not saying this poll I'm about to share with you is fabricated. I'm going to take it for what they said because this is what we are provided. I'm just saying question everything. But for this poll I'm about to tell you about, it's definitely going to invoke some emotions, which I'm sure is part of the reason why they put it out. But also, if this is the truth, it is quite scary. The whole reason why I'm talking about this poll is because apparently they're very well respected. And like I said earlier, one of the most accurate polling companies in the nation. This poll focused on vaccination status and the Democrats' view on unvaccinated. Unless you've been living under a rock, the whole country is separated and segregated on their medical status. Are you for it? Are you not? Are you going to get it? Are you not? And this has been a weapon that's been used by the media in this poll 29% of Democrats support taking your kids if you refuse to take the vaccine. 29%. 59% of Democrats support you being put on house arrest if you refuse the vaccine. 48% of Democrats say you should be jailed if you question the vaccine online. I need a sip of water because we're about to go into this. Got my Topo Chico. It's my favorite sparkling water. I'm actually drinking the grapefruit one today because um, they were out of all the other flavors. My grocery stores have been out on so much. I've been sharing on my Instagram. Hashtag Bear Shelves Biden. We've been out of food for weeks. Chicken, don't know her. Haven't seen her at our grocery store in a very long time. 
All right, so let's go into the details of this poll. So the article says, COVID-19, Democrat voters support harsh measures against unvaccinated. How far are Democrats willing to go in pushing the unvaccinated? In their poll, they found 29% of Democratic voters would support temporarily removing parents' custody of their children if the parents refuse to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Look, my insides hurt just reading this. I don't even have children yet, but my future children to come from my womb are literally twisting and turning. I I can't imagine as a parent the government coming and being willing to support the government taking your children from your arms out of your custody if you refuse to get the vaccine. The same party that supports abortion that says, oh, you should be able to abort and to murder your child if you want to because the foster system sucks, wants the government to take your children if you decide you don't want to get the vaccine for a virus with an almost 100% survival rate. Let's keep that in mind because apparently the whole world has gone mad and they've forgotten. Moving on, 59% of Democratic voters would favor a government policy requiring that citizens remain confined to their homes at all times, except for emergencies if they refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccine. So here you have over half of Democratic voters in this poll are okay with locking unvaccinated people in their homes indefinitely except for emergencies. Is it not ironic that the only people who are afraid of the virus are the ones who are triple jabbed, double boosted, or however many boosters there are at this point wearing three masks, social distancing, and they're still the ones afraid that they're going to die. COVID exposed how terrified people are of death. And the fact that people still at this point, we're in year three. Can you believe this is year three? I mean, I'm still trying to process 2020. We are in year three and people still think it's okay to keep doing the same things that haven't worked thus far as if they're going to work. I mean, the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Following the science means evolving and changing. Trusting the science is more like a cult. You just trust whatever they say, keep doing the same thing that doesn't work. I mean, when is enough enough? When are people going to realize what they've been told as a liar isn't working? And what's even crazier to me is that you have people like Dr. Fauci, WHO, CDC coming on and telling you what they've told you in the past was wrong, but yet people still do it. And honestly, at this point, even if every media source came on and said, hey, you know, we've got COVID under control, we don't have to worry about it, no more masks, you know, everything's fine. I truly believe there's been so much damage. People think hands were the most washed thing of 2020. No, no, no. The brain was the most washed thing. So many people are so brainwashed that I believe at this point, no matter what the government or media says to, hey, this is good. So many people are are so afraid and terrified of this virus. I don't think it'll ever change. I mean, I've seen interviews that people will do on social media, just talking to people on the street. And a lot of people are afraid to see other humans without masks on. Like unless a person is wearing a mask, they're uncomfortable. How terrifying is that? Do you see the mental damage, like the psychosis that's happening? Back to the poll, Nearly half of Democratic voters, 48%, think federal and state governments should be able to fine or imprison individuals who publicly question the efficacy of the existing COVID-19 vaccines on social media, television, radio, or in online or digital publications. 
So this is a group of people who were willing to admit publicly on a poll, right, that they think that the government, federally and state level, should be able to fine you or put you in jail if you question the efficacy of the vaccine. You know, growing up, I remember teachers telling us there's no such thing as a dumb question. You should always be asking questions. And today it's think while it's still legal, don't ask questions and just follow the science, follow what we say. Don't ask questions or you'll be silenced. I don't care where you stand on whether you want the vaccine or not. I respect everyone's medical freedom and their decision to make that choice. And you have to deal with the consequences, whether you get it or not. That's up to you to decide. So the fact that people are literally okay with seeing people put in jail, (laughs) imprisoned, or fined because they ask questions, I mean, how far gone are we truly, truly, truly? So 58% of voters would oppose a proposal for federal or state governments to fine Americans who choose not to get COVID-19 vaccine. So according to this poll, a little over half of Americans would oppose that other Americans who don't get the vaccine be fined. However, 55% of Democratic voters would support a proposal. So again, 55% of Democratic voters would support a proposal that the government can fine you if you don't want to get the shot. It gets even scarier. 45% of Democrats would favor governments requiring citizens to temporarily live in designated facilities or locations if they refuse to get the vaccine. Another part of this article says President Biden's strongest supporters are most likely to endorse the harshest punishments against those who don't want to get the COVID vaccine. Among voters who have a very favorable impression of Biden, 51% are in favor of government putting the unvaccinated in designated facilities and 54% favor imposing fines or prison sentences on vaccine critics. I'm still curious to all of the people who voted for Biden you know, claim they're fighting for the soul of America, going to unify America. We are more divided now than we ever have been. I mean, it's hard when you have a president who can't speak one coherent sentence, let alone the fact that people truly believe he was the most popular president of all time. If you think Biden got more votes than Obama, I I don't really know what to tell you. I I truly, (laughs) I really don't know what to tell you. My question is, how do you unify with people who want to put you in a, in a camp, in a facility, want to take your children away from you, want to imprison you, want to fine you just because you question a medical treatment, an experimental vaccine, might I add. The same people who claim they're the tolerant ones have created the mob. They've created cancel culture. They've created silencing, deplatforming, or destroying people's lives who don't agree with them. These people do not believe in freedom. These people don't care about health. If they really cared about health, one, they would follow the science. Two, they would care about mental health. The mental health crisis that we have found ourselves in in America because of the last two years between lockdowns and mandates and propaganda, misinformation, all of these things combined, the bullying. I mean, suicides are at an all-time high. Not to mention, even when you look at the children, the amount of suicide in children and teens, the physical and mental effects that masks are having on children. I mean, these are all things that you can look up and read doctors and scientists and virologists and immunologists talking about the negative side effects of so many things that we're doing right now. 
Yet these people don't care. They don't care about that. There was an influencer I posted on my story a few days ago, Katie Starks, and she was recently canceled by some brands because of her conservative views. And she has a son who has autism who cannot wear a mask. And he gets very bad anxiety even seeing other children wearing a mask. But all of the mob that came to cancel her because of her stance on masks and, you know, what her son goes through, not once did they ask, why do you not want your children to wear masks? Instead, they just attack you because of the manufactured emotion and fear that the media has put into people. I mean, the same people who are claiming to care about health and minorities and raising voices of those who aren't getting to have a voice are the ones silencing everyone except for big government and big corporations. I will always be for freedom of speech. I fight so hard for freedom of speech because it's so important. No one in history was the good guy who tried to silence opposition. And I will use my freedom of speech to call out and talk about evil things like this. If this poll is accurate, it is beyond bone chilling and terrifying the direction that we're going in this country. If you guys want to check out this poll, you can go to rasmussenreports.com. It's R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N reports.com. This is the time where God is showing you where people's hearts lie, where their treasures are. You are seeing the worst and the best in people right now. You're seeing the worst in people who are literally willing to destroy other people's lives, who have no compassion. They're a mob of people who are driven by manufactured emotion from propaganda and not taking any kind of time to have compassion for people, to have conversations with people, to actually get out in their community. A lot of these people are social justice warriors on Twitter where they just fight online all day, but they've never actually been into the real world to see what America is going through. They're the same people who will see an adverse reaction from a vaccine and ignore it or come up with some other excuse of why it happened. They gaslight, they tell you your experiences aren't valid and then it's not real because it pokes holes in the narrative they've been told. I mean, what kind of mental gymnastics does it take for you to see the amount of healthy athletes dropping all around the world and not ask any questions? Like so many things that are happening right now in the world are unprecedented and we've never seen them before. But instead of asking questions and researching, people don't want the truth. They've already stuck with their narrative, so they're not willing to accept anything else. If I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. Questions are only dangerous to those who are telling lies because the more questions you ask that they have to answer, the more it peels away at the layers of the untruth that they're telling. And when you get to the core, you're going to see it for what it actually is. If you started to detach from the hold the mainstream media has on people, once you step out of that toxic relationship, And you just start doing your own research. How sad is it? I was talking to someone about this earlier today. How sad is it that everything worth finding and getting to the bottom of and knowing the truth requires an extensive amount of research? Extensive. That is all by design. We've seen the last couple of years, the media works to push their narrative. Whatever side, whatever agenda that they're going to push, they have a story to sell. So much of what we see in media is sensationalism. And the crazy part is that as all of these verticals in our world work against the people, 
the government ensures that it's all done legally. I don't understand how people asking questions before they get a pharmaceutical, a drug injected into them, is a bad thing. Any logical person would look up the history of the company, look if they've made the drug before, look at the side effects of the drugs, not go to the pharmacy, ask for the insert. If you guys haven't seen or already gone to your pharmacy, the inserts are blank. It says intentionally blank. Why is that? The fact that people are so mad that millions of Americans aren't willing to accept trust me bro from pharma and the government is beyond comprehension. Just because you've decided you will trust the government, don't put that on me. Just because you are afraid of the air and you don't think that you'll be able to survive without these drugs, don't put that on me. That's your decision and your choice. You have the freedom to do so, but don't put that on me. The point of my podcast and of the content that I put out is not to influence how anyone thinks. I'm not here to teach you what to think. I'm here to teach you to think. That is your responsibility, not mine. Everyone has to think for themselves and make decisions for themselves. If you're okay with a product where the manufacturer has no liability if anything goes wrong, that's your decision. Don't put that on me. Before we move on to the next topic, if you are a conservative or Christian brand that is looking to promote your company, get exposure for your company, something I'm really passionate about is putting a focus on USA-owned small businesses and companies in our country to support our economy. So if you're a brand that's interested in advertising on this podcast, shoot an email over to libertybeforelipstick at gmail.com. I'll have the email down in the description bar. I'm always looking for more local businesses to support and to share with all of you guys here on my podcast. Last thing I want to talk about is news coming out of Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go. I mean, the island is just beautiful, but it is very very liberal, and it makes me very sad because I would love to go there. But announced on the 19th of January this year, Hawaii may require travelers to have COVID booster shot to be fully vaccinated. Yahoo News reported that Hawaii might require the booster if you want to skip quarantine. Under Hawaii's current safe travels program, if you don't want to quarantine for five days, if you're traveling there, You have to be either fully vaccinated, which means two doses of Pfizer or Moderna or one shot of Johnson & Johnson or have a COVID-19 negative test within one day of travel. However, they're trying to change this program now and they're changing the definition of fully vaccinated, which again, we've said that so many times. People have seen it all around the world as the definition of fully vaccinated keeps changing depending on you know what they want to put out, what they want to sell to you. Because remember, pharma is making billions of dollars with a B every time they come out with a new shot. So now if you haven't received the booster, let's say you've had two doses of Pfizer, you're no longer fully vaccinated. So that's that. Um, Couldn't be me. It's still crazy to me that if you're fully vaccinated, you can skip quarantine, but you can be fully vaccinated and still be COVID positive. You can still get it and spread it. And they pushed the whole asymptomatic thing. I mean, Biden went from saying, oh, if you get the vaccine, you can't get COVID. It's not possible. Fact checkers never fact checked him there. That's dangerous. That's a lot of misinformation. Clearly, we know now, since the vaccine's been out, that you can get COVID while you're vaccinated. How many fully vaccinated 
cruises and work parties and sports teams have had outbreaks of COVID. So you can be COVID positive and it's fine. You can come in as long as you have the shot. How does that have anything to do with your health? But if you're COVID negative and healthy, but you don't have the shot, you have to quarantine just because you didn't want to get the shot. Everything revolves around this vaccine. And when someone is trying to force you to do something, coerce you to do something, from giving you free stuff to threatening to take your job, et cetera, et cetera, everything that we've seen. How does it not raise a red flag? So looks like I won't be going to Hawaii anytime soon. And Hawaii is a huge tourist destination. I can't imagine how much this is going to affect their tourism as well as their supply chain. Obviously, Hawaii is an island, so they have a whole nother level of logistics. But I don't think people realize how much mandates are affecting and will continue to affect our supply chain. We are not only dependent on the U.S. We are dependent, especially now with the Biden administration, we are so dependent on the world to get our stuff. In the Trump administration, he was focusing on making us more self-reliant, dependent on ourselves and our energy in every sector. And now we have gone back to being more dependent on other countries. So when other countries like Canada are implementing vaccine mandates on their truck drivers, how do you think that will affect our supply chain? A lot of truckers going on strike and a lot of truckers that are now quitting because of mandates that they need to be fully vaccinated. I watched a video earlier this week of a man who's a trucker in Canada who said that, you know, Trudeau has implemented this vaccine mandate. So according to this truck driver, he's hearing that 34,000 truckers are going to be quitting because of this mandate. And he said they come to California and Florida twice a week. So he's estimating 78,000 freights. That's food, clothing, supplies. I mean, how does all of our stuff get here on trucks? It doesn't just magically appear. I don't know that people fully understand how much this is going to affect our supply chain because our supply chain has been crumbling for months. I would say since early spring of 2021, if you've been keeping up with legislation and policies and things being put in place, they're all in there by design to affect the supply chain. You control the food, you control the people. Look back in history how many times food controlled wars and food controlled the outcome of getting people to comply. I've been talking about food shortages for a long time now. And it's not something that just happens overnight. It's something that takes time. I actually have been posting updates from my grocery store on Instagram the last couple of weeks as we haven't had a lot of food. And I got hundreds of DMs, probably thousands between both of them, with pictures of people all across the U.S. And I was like, why is this not being talked about more? After I posted our grocery store being empty, I went to Publix and Kroger a few weeks ago. Bear Shelf Biden was trending on Twitter and someone had sent it to me and I saw all these people sharing empty shelves at their grocery store. And look, you can try to ignore it. You can say, oh, it's just because of weather or it's just because of this. Or You can say, you know, blame whatever you want. But if you think people went crazy over no toilet paper, <laughs> imagine how people are going to be when there's no food. I went a few days ago again. I had to go to Publix and Kroger and the freezer section empty. No chicken. Every shelf was bare. I would say at least 70% of the store was bare. And the like 20% of that is probably clothing and kid stuff. The kids section looked okay. I was just kind of walking by. It was like worse than 2020. 
before lockdowns when everyone started freaking out. The meat department at Publix was actually closed and it had a sign saying close due to staff shortage. And I'm like, wow, really? I mean, it's pretty crazy. This isn't to scare anyone. This is just me observing things that are happening. And I think it's good for people to think about and to take into consideration. If you can stock up on a few little things, I think no matter what's happening in the country, it's always good to have a little extra stock of food. It's always good to be stocked on water and some dry foods. You never know what could happen. Not to mention the elite, the World Economic Forum. All of these people have been warning about a cyber pandemic for over a year now, I think it's been. I think I first started picking up on them talking about this in summer of 2020. When these organizations mention these things, they just coincidentally happen afterwards. So I think it's important to pay attention to what these people are talking about to take note of it, and then you decide for yourself what you're going to do. I can't tell anyone what to do. I would rather be prepared and nothing happens than not be prepared and something happens. I'm always searching for the truth no matter how hard that it is, and it's so important for us to spiritually be keeping our eyes open and to be discerning things that are happening right now in our country and in the world. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. Make sure to subscribe, like, download this podcast episode. If you want to support my show and what I'm doing, please consider joining my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Amanda Ensing. And thank you so much to everyone who's joined. It really means so much to me and it helps me to continue doing what I'm doing. You can also support me by heading to my store, makemakeupgreatagain.com. We did sell out of our Liberty Before Lipstick tees, but we have Esther 414 hats, some Make Makeup Great Again dad caps are on sale. They're super cute. Thermoses, sticker packs. Make sure to pick up some stuff. Everything on the store right now is limited edition. And once they're gone, we're going to be making way for some newness. Hope everyone has a great week. Be safe. God bless. And I'll catch you in my brand new episode next week.